Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Welcome back to Intuitive Art Sales. Trisha Caracappa is my beautiful guest today. She is an abstract painter who looks to play and find pure joy and delight in her art. She does have a background in representational work. Sometimes that pendulum swings back and forth and they bring new gifts to each other, but right now her focus is on the abstract. She's not just beginning but she knows that there is so much more ahead. She's excited to go on this huge, beautiful journey and see where everything takes her, which I love. Hi, Trisha. Hello, Jessica. I'm so glad you're here. I was super pushy about it. I was like, hey, Trisha, you want to be on my podcast? And she was like, yeah, let's do that someday. And I'm like, how about Tuesday at 2.30? And she said, yes. Feet to the fire. You have been doing an amazing job of sending me updates on the Instagram direct message platform about all the things that you've been up to. And I love that. But I missed seeing your face and really getting to chat face to face. So I thought that this could be a great way for us to do that and catch up and see what can I give you to take away for the next little leg of this big, beautiful journey. Sound good? Yeah. I mean, I think this is, I always love giving you updates because I feel like you are a pivotal part of my early stage of hearing this big world of art business. And I just feel such gratitude for all of those stages and those little areas of growth. So I I always want to come back and share that. Please do. Please always (laughs) feel like you should update me because I want to know all the things. That's right. So I know a little bit about what's been going on, but would you like to, beyond not just beginning, but so much more ahead, give us a little bit of kind of what's been happening in your art life? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to rewind probably a year. How's that? Great. Um, I I think that is where I began to pivot and I felt this pull into stepping outside of my home studio and entering a studio that um, was outside of my home, filled with community, other artists. And I really started to, to open myself up to the local community that I had. And through that, I also then began kind of as I was opening up to the local community and becoming more a part of creating where people were walking through the studio, where everyone was seeing it, where questions were being asked and and just feeling that freedom. I also at the same time really started to create purely for me, what made me joyful. And I looked at my time in the studio as being pure curiosity and play and just absolute joy and delight. What I was creating 
was I didn't always know. I did not know. I was putting stuff down. I was going home at night. I was coming back and I was responding to things on the canvas and I was seeing a development and a growth. And I was absolutely loving what I was creating without a thought at all about, oh my goodness, where am I selling this, right? Mm -hmm. What am I doing with this? And then an opportunity came up where now I'm into 10 days of my very first solo show at a gallery. And it's up through another three weeks about that. It has been absolutely amazing. And I am, I am just absorbing it all, right? Throughout that process too, there was always a question that came up in my mind, which was um, like, how daring am I willing to allow my life to be today? right? How curious, how playful, how lit up and ignited, right? That question, because it was always me and whether I felt like I might, I, I wanted to take that resistance off and I just wanted to lean into all of that. And so at the same time right now, my studio is a little empty because everything's out, but mm. I am leaning into how willing am I, like how how receiving, like with all of this, just sitting in it and, and feeling all of your, and seeing all of your art in one space that's designed to celebrate art is pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. And special. So I'm, you know, you don't get many firsts in, in your life. And so I felt like this was a good one to kind of lock in. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. I'm so proud of you. I've seen pictures of the show and you've got all these huge, beautiful artworks just covering like every little corner and it's amazing. Yeah, I think, by the way, I think there's like over 30 pieces. Wow. <laughs> I know, it's big. Would you say in the past year that releasing what your artwork had to do made you a better creator and by better i don't mean necessarily that the artwork got better but that you were more consistent and motivated to actually do the practice of making the work i love that you just use the word practice because i think too often we use the word art business mm -hmm. and it's a practice, right? I don't think yeah. the term practice is only reserved for lawyers and doctors. I think practice is the dedication, the devotion, really, right? Having that love and that desire to go in and take time. And the one thing, yes, I do think it made me a better artist because it made me find an easeful and sustainable practice. Because you can't, when you're commuting to a place, I can't be away from my family for that long, right? I want to be home too. And so I mm -hmm. had to find that balance. Um, and at the same time, I really, really enjoyed listening to myself. So there were times where I was lit up and the time at the studio, like it just flew or it stood still. It felt like it was hyperspace. And then all of a sudden that light was just quiet. I don't want to say it's off, right? But it's just quiet. And I'm like, okay, time to pack up. And that listening, the more I listened to the myself, my body, and when it had that urge to create, and when it was, I'm finished, I've poured everything I can into this, and I'm finished, 
the more sustainable my practice became, the more that light lit up quicker. And I was able to, I mean, burnout's a big part of being an artist, right? And I think, I think I'm able, I'm more prepared, doesn't mean I'm never going to go through that. But um, I'm more prepared now because I'm tuned into listening to myself and learning like a lot about who I am. I also will say, I think you, you picked up on this, I said this a while back, learning to, you know, everyone tells you find your voice, you have to find your voice. And I think that can be very frustrating because you're like, God, where is it? Like, am I looking for it? Did I ever have it? And I think it's, it's just being quiet and hearing your voice because it's inside of us. I was able to teach myself to really do that too. When you said that, it was so good that I wrote it down and I was like, hey, Trisha, I want to quote <laughs> you on this. I'm trying to pull it up right now. So you said, everybody keeps saying to artists, you have to find your voice. I think that's a bunch of crap. We just need to listen, to slow down and listen. We've clouded it up so much, but it's already there. Yeah, I do. I think we try to like, you know, growing up, you know, whether you're trying to fit in or whether you're trying to, um, you know, at some point when you're really, really little and you're creating, you're in your world, you don't have an awareness of what the kid next to you is creating maybe. And then all of a sudden you do. And then all of a sudden, I think we start naturally covering up our voices, right? Mm -hmm. And thinking, okay, how can I maybe do this differently or more like this other person? And that happens year after year to us. And then all of a sudden you find yourself at whatever age and you're like, what am I trying to say? I think both art and marketing are the process of stopping to listen and starting to uncover the voice, the thing that's already inside of you. And so often we're trying to imitate everyone else instead of really digging it's a little bit uncomfortable, right? One, to go looking for it. Well, be quiet and listen, whatever you relate to, but then putting it out there as well. like, And not judging it. And not judging it. Yeah. That's, that's the tough hard. part because then you can put it out there and then you can be like, oh, goodness me. Like, what did I just say? <laughs> that happens plenty of times. Oh, yeah. Sometimes when I write an email or a social post, I know I need to just not go back and check that ever again. But I need to put it out there, but I'm just not going to look at it. I don't want to know what people had to say about it. I just know that I needed to say it. So it's okay. And I bet those are the ones that get the most positivity or the it most is. support. Because I eventually, I say never, but I don't look at it for a day or two, but eventually I do go back and look. And those are always the ones that I'll get messages about or that get the best algorithm spots or whatever that is. Okay. Things are moving in your words. And when you said that, I thought you meant you were actually moving homes, but no, we are, we are moving in our art business. We're not at the beginning in, anymore. We're on our way. Do we have any sort of vision or intuition or desire of where we want to go next? Um, great question. I think I'll say this on a couple of different levels, right? So one level is creatively. As I was nearing the end of 
this deadline, right, to frame and hang and say, I'm finished with this collection, it's ready. This most recent one, my brain was firing with all these new ideas. And mm. I was like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, patience, <laughs> back, we have later. time. <laughs> we have time, just not right now. We need to finish this and then we've got to put it. So I am kind of at that moment right now where I'm trying to take it all in and let my creative juices take their time mm -hmm. and the the ones i'm most excited about will come back to me and so i do feel like i've still got more and i'm really excited with that and then i also don't really want to i don't want to look at this as a finish line i mean i think defining like early on and i think it was with you a long time ago um, we talked about what does success mean to you right and it never ever was numbers of paintings sold or numbers of paintings. It was, it was a feeling, it was an ease. It was like this living with this and being able to create and have this ability to be prolific and make as much art as I possibly can and have that trust that it's going to be received on the other end, right? Because people are gonna feel that same thing and want that same thing, that joy um, that I poured into it. So it's holding on to that and thinking, this is just, it's a bookmark, right? It's a little bookmark for me to put in for a milestone that I've achieved and now what next, right? So I do still wanna kind of continue and try to bring the element that I'm achieving through the gallery to my website. I wanna mm -hmm. continue and double down on like the work that I'm doing in my community and being present to local shows, local community arts events, and just continuing. Like honestly, I would love to do more and more of this because I found, tried the, the collection launches and I would get tired at the, you know, I hit the publish button and I was oh, exhausted. I don't have that this time. Like, I feel like I still have that energy right now and it's continuing. And so if this is working for me, I would like, I feel like I want to see where else I can go with it. But I haven't figured it out. I'm also, I should say, I haven't figured it out, period. And I'm also okay in not having a plan. Ooh, I kind of really like it. <laughs> That's not always the advice I would give, but I think that you have enough background in, I know how to make a plan, but at this point I'm releasing it and I'm really allowing my experiences and my trust in myself to guide where I'm going. Really leaning into the, I don't know if all of the people listening will know this term, but the, the feminine rather than the masculine side of things. Oh, I'm all with you there, except I have to be careful because I can go too far in that direction. Yes. So this comes from, um, I'm actually at that point where I'm bringing both in. So I'll, in case not everybody is aware of that terminology, I came from a corporate background, right? I, had, mm -hmm. I did that for a number of years where structure was everything, right? You showed up at the office at a certain time, you had meetings, you were scheduled, everything about it, there was molds. When I left there, it, it felt like, and I was building this creative business, it felt so uncomfortable to have anybody would talk to me about time blocking. It was like, I was allergic to the, to the fabric that I was wearing. 
And I wanted no part of time blocking. I wanted no part of planning. I needed, I needed to completely break away from that. And then I needed to get comfortable in that, right? Because it was uncomfortable to be that way, yet I knew I needed that. But there's only so much you can do that way before you realize it's not helping you and you need the practice, you need the structure a little bit. But where I'm at right now, and this is why I'm saying I'm okay without having a plan, it's because it's my plan it's my structure. So we talked about the feminine and the masculine, right? Where the feminine is like the liquid inside this, this mug and the masculine is the mug, right? Well, maybe today I'm drinking out of this shape mug and tomorrow it's going to be some weirdly shaped thing, right? So I get to dedicate and just decide what my structure is. But I realize now, like I can set the structure for myself and I can come up with the plan and I can burn the plan if I want to burn the plan, right? And that's the part that I feel the freedom with. And I'm just getting into that piece. It's not not mastered it yet. So I think what I'm hearing is I want to have a, I'm going to use the wrong word here, but I want to structure a goal to reach where the goal and the structure is I want to feel excited. I want to be present in my local community. So it's it's like these big overarching ideas and feelings. And those are the things that we're going toward. That's the end goal. But in the middle here, in this in-between space, that perfect balance of I'm just going to let myself be and feel and marinate and soak in all of this goodness that I've got. And that will feed what is the structure that I am putting myself in for right now, such as, well, today I think I need to apply for more local shows because that's something that makes me feel good. And I want to do more of that where you aren't just living in the, the being side, but you're really balancing living between the two sides, the being and the doing and letting the being feed the doing and the doing feed the being and this beautiful, I wrote down kind of like that recycling symbol where it just goes round and round and round and round. Yeah. It's sustainable. This isn't to say that I don't have my power planning of what are the three things I want to do this week that are going to move the needle in my business. That's still there. I'm Mm -hmm. still thinking about that stuff, but now I realize I can structure it in a way that fits me, right? And I don't freak out if one week it doesn't happen, right? I still, I feel like I can set my plan. I'm in a better place for setting those lofty goals. And the lofty goal, by the way, I really wanted to live, create, and sell with an ease and an abundance and a freedom, And one that translates into how I live and inspires others to do the same. So um, whether that's through my artwork or just showing up every day in the studio or, you know, getting to the point where somebody falls in love with a painting and hangs it on their wall because they find and they see the joy that sits in that. Those are all different methods within it. But that was my big lofty goal. It was to have that ease and that delight and that freedom in my life and 
in my business. So I think if I could accomplish that. <laughs> Wait, can we oh. rewind? Because I, I heard your affirmation in there and I want you to say it again. It's how I start my journals every day. And then I stopped doing it because I had to trust that I remembered it. And so. Well, you just said it like you remembered it well, but also still write it down every day because that sets the tone for the day. But go ahead. It does. It does. So it was to live, create and sell with abundance and ease and freedom and joy and to live my life that way and to hopefully inspire others to do the same. That's the goal. Yeah. There is no other goal. That is the goal. A lot of times we think about goals as something that we have to go out and strive and reach for. But the way that you just structured your goal was around your dream life. And my dream life is something that you can do right now and tomorrow and the next day. And it's staying on track with making sure that every moment that you are living meets that goal. And if you do that, you're just going to be successful. I think there's so much to this life. And listen, we don't know how much time we have ahead of us for creating, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe decades, it may not be. Um, but to, to really, to feel it and live it every day and have that joy is, is a big part of, I think, why we do it as artists. Hey there, fellow artists and creative souls. This one's for you. If you're tired of the hustle, the endless marketing strategies that just don't feel like you, and the struggle to find the consistent income from your art, listen up. I want to introduce you to the Consistent Income for Artists program. It's not just another art marketing course. It is your personal roadmap to authentic sales and a more fulfilling creative life. Imagine finally getting paid what your art is worth while still having time to enjoy what you love most. Are you ready to stop playing small and start seeing tremendous growth without losing sight of your art's true essence? It's time to become a better artist, not just in your creations, but in your marketing too. And let me tell you, we've all been there, feeling the self-doubt creeping in, burning out, playing small. But here's the thing. It's not your fault. It is time for an upgrade. One of our artists, Laura, said, I had a lot of self-doubt in my brain trying to talk me out of it, but I did all the things you said and it totally worked. It's not about passion versus money. It's about both. So join us and discover the secret to selling your art authentically, building confidence, connecting with your dream buyers, and creating a structured yet flexible marketing plan. I'm Jessica Craddock, and I have helped countless artists like you make three times more in their art sales within the first year. My consistent income program focuses on growing as a person just as much as the doing so that you can actually get ahead of the game this time. This program is for you if you're ready to make your big vision a reality, connect with the right people, and build a community that fuels your creativity. It's time to trust yourself, get out of your comfort zone, and leave the world a little bit more beautiful with your art. Don't settle for mediocrity if you can have more. Sign up for Consistent Income today and let's redefine your artistic journey together. You've got this. I've got your back. 
If you want more information, you can either visit my website or check out the show notes from this podcast to learn more and take the first step towards artistic success. And if you're not quite ready to sign up now, send me an email at jessica at theartistmarket.co with any thoughts or questions you have, and we'll decide if it's right for you together. Talk soon. Okay, so we've been talking for a minute here, and I really want to, I would like to find a way to give you some next steps that are in alignment with the way that you are wanting to show up and set goals and make sure that you are in that space that is feeding your soul and that you are helping inspire others with as well. So if there were one thing that I could help you with, would you know what to ask for? Yes. Okay, go. So I mentioned to you, I'm at that stage where I'm just beginning to not feel repelled by structure, mm -hmm. right? I feel like I've, I've recovered. <laughs> and <laughs> I am now looking to gently and easily integrate that into my week, finding joy in that as well, right? Because I want to love that process just as much as the creation process without having... I think too much structure where I go quickly back. So it's kind of an easing into it. How mm. would you suggest that I begin to introduce that masculine side, as we should say, the structure to my play and curiosity and really building this? Business? My brain just went two different directions. Which way shall Give we me go? Both. both. Okay. No, so, you well, let's see if I remember both by the time I get to the end of the first one. <laughs> You're like me. <laughs> so you had mentioned that you have been setting like three goals a week for or three tasks per week. Mm -hmm. The past three weeks, I've been doing the same instead of and mm, back up. You mentioned in the intro here, you pendulum between representational and abstract. And by going one way, it brings new gifts to the other one. I'm the same way with my structures. So I will pick a structure and I will stay there for a while. And then I will pendulum back to a different structure or one that, I, one that I've used before usually. Every once in a while, a new one pops up and I just go back and forth between them. So many times we think we have to have a set. This is exactly how it has to go. This is the way. There's no one way that works. It's whatever's working for you at the moment. So right now I have pendulumed from three things every day or four things every day to weekly. So instead of breaking it down into the littlest things I can do every day, I have been saying these are the things that are going to move the needle the most for me. So in that realm, what you could do is when you are naming your tasks, name one, and this is not advice I've ever given before. I'm making it up off the top of my head. But one thing that is going to help you be present in your local community, one thing that allows you to be in the space of 
just being present with yourself and receiving and letting the ideas marinate and what's a way that I can make sure I am doing that every week. And then the third thing might be a project. So what's one project that I know will help me that I've really been feeling called to do recently? What's a project that's inspiring me? Such as you said, bringing the elements of these local shows into my website. So maybe I want to be working on my website a little bit. So if we're thinking about our three tasks, we're keeping them in alignment with our big goal. Say your affirmation again. Let's make sure we did that right. Well, my affirmation is to live, create, and sell with abundance and ease and freedom and joy to inspire each other to live in the same way. You asked me to say it four times. I'm going to say it different. I know. That's okay. (laughs) It doesn't have to be the exact same words. It's the idea. No, because if it is the same words, then it doesn't have, it doesn't resonate deep for me, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I'm just a robot repeating it. Right. Um, so I think you hit it. I think you did. I think it depends on like what three things are going to, and you were the one that actually taught me this, what three things are going to be steps to get towards mm-hmm. that lofty goal. Yeah, I think you did hit it. Can we add one? Since we worked together, it became four. And the fourth one is something that fills your cup. So maybe that's the same thing as the just being and marinating and receiving, but maybe it's not. Kind of like the idea of in the artist way where there's an artist date every week, something that can just get your creative juices flowing and inspire you and be something fun and joyful that you wouldn't normally pursue. But that could Mm -hmm. be your fourth thing to name. Yep. I really would like to make sure that you do that. We just said something really simple. Like people want to make marketing plans hard and complicated and they can be, but they don't have to be. And so what you described of what you want We just made a marketing plan to suit. Yeah. I mean, to say it's easeful doesn't mean it's easy. No. Right. It just means that it fits for me. I I don't know why this just popped up in my head, but I used to live in Oklahoma City and I was pretty involved in the artist community there. And I know so many people who made a living by being an Oklahoma City artist. Yes, we could like make this whole plan where how can we go global and create passive income and do all of these things. But what you told me was, for now at least, I really am soaking up and loving being a part of my local community and showing there and contributing to there and building my relationships there. I think that can be enough. Like instead of going wider, a lot of times the answer can instead be just to go deeper. Like how can I cement this even more? How can I get to know even more people? How can I show my artwork even more? I think that deeper instead of wider idea is really valuable for organic growth. Because when we spread ourselves really thin, trying to be all the places, we never get a ton of momentum in any of them. 
But if Connecticut Trisha becomes the most famous artist in your town, which maybe will, maybe you won't, but if you're putting all of the eggs in that basket, I can't see it not succeeding. Yeah, and it's not like I'm putting blinders on to everywhere else. It's just that I think it's better to focus on something than everything. I enjoy responding and making connections with people where, especially I think, listen, we were locked up for so long. (laughs) Right. Especially now that we can get out and we can do this stuff. I do feel like it's, it's really, it can be a very beautiful business. So that's not to say that that's never going to change, right? Like if I decide I want to be here and I really want to grow this, then I can't do something else later or change my mind in five minutes or five hours or five years. But I think that's such a good marketing plan for you. (laughs) It fills your energy. It makes you feel abundant and freedom and joy and all of the ease. Absolutely. And I mean, maybe there's going to be a place that I would love to visit over and over again, and I can do the same thing there. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's, it isn't repeatable. It's just, it feels good right now. And just in the exact same way I approach when I walk into the studio and I'm creating, when that like light just starts to get a little more quiet, you look for what else you want to do. You know, how else you want to market, how else you want to show up. I mean, I think creativity is part of our business as much as it is part of our what we're creating right our art yes 100 percent. nope but it is for you and it took you a little bit to get to that 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 is what's really lighting you up right now and that's okay sometimes you have to explore a lot of things to find that out such as i'm gonna try to do a couple collection releases and that just makes me really tired and i don't want to do that right now I love doing this. It's working well for me. Let's go. So your marketing plan, let's recap, was Mm. to name four things a week. One was a way to be more present in your community. One was a way to be in the, the being, the doing, the receiving energy. What can you do to do that? One was to be more joyful and find an activity or a place that you would like to go and visit and participate in whatever that thing happens to be that week. And then the last thing was what's the project that's calling to me right now and giving yourself some space to work on it, not necessarily even to finish it. It might be a project that takes three months, but what's the thing that you're body is telling you will move the needle that you want to do. Love it. So can we, before we wrap up, say, let's pretend today is Monday. It's not, but let's pretend it is. And it's the beginning of a new week. Yes. And I know that you are in show mode right now, but if we were to say, let's name four things, what would they be? So one is to bring the local show a little bit outside to, you know, to share that more on my website. Okay. Um, How? To have the images there besides the emails to reach out to my mailing list, have my website updated. 
Is it having things available for sale? Is it a blog post? Is it what do you mean exactly by bringing it to your website? It's, I mean, it's for sale through the, through the gallery, but still to have, to have it available where it can be seen in more than one place. So that's part of it. And then I think the holidays are coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd like to, I feel inspired to bring a little bit of holiday joy in the sense of gifting and things like that. And so offering that piece of it, leaning into how to start to be a collector, right, for people, which is something that I offer today, but I'd like to have a little bit more, be out there with that a bit more. And then joyful stuff. Gosh, I just went and saw a museum today. So there's so many places to go to see. It's autumn right now. So, I mean, to just go out on hikes and to really absorb all of that um, and to play, really. As I get into the holidays, it's really leaning into family, filling your cup up with that and just being present and seeing what that inspires too, right? Being creative and playful with all of um, with all that. So if we were putting those in those buckets, just to make sure we're checking boxes and it's your plan, you can change it as you want. But because we just made a plan, let's see if we nailed it. Okay, so bringing this show from inside of the gallery walls onto your website or your content or your emails, all of those things. Would yep. you say that that is more of a project or the being present in the local community bucket? I think that's probably more the project. The okay. local community bucket is, I would say, the local holiday markets that are out, that kind of thing. Holiday um, markets. Do you have some of those lined up or is yeah. that bucket too? Okay. So just working on those. Great. Yeah. And then hiking. Yeah. That fills my cup. And I can't remember what the third one was. The fourth one. The fourth one was to... what is the the feminine side of things like the, the being and the absorbing and the, I think you said being present with my family. Yeah. Yeah. That's is part, probably a big part of it. And getting back to creating, right, at some point, that's going to translate there. I love that that goes into that bucket, the creating, because sometimes <laughs> that feels like it can go to the other side where it's the, I have to. But for you, it's the, I need to be there side. So we'll call that the feminine bucket. You nailed it. So that, if if this were Monday, this is your plan for the week. I'm going to work on taking some pictures, maybe putting them on my website, creating some stuff for the holiday markets coming up. I'm going to go on a hike and I'm going to purposefully be present with my family. Maybe even getting more specific about that in your own time, but like, how am I being present with my family so that it actually happens? I don't know if mm -hmm. that's necessary for you or not. It might just be reminding yourself that every day be present, be present, be present, and also creating in that space. How does that feel for a marketing plan? That feels fantastic. Easy. I like it. I'm free. I know, right? <laughs> and it checks the boxes, right? It, I mean, we're getting ourselves out there. We're still, I, I hate to put this label on it because 
it sounds kind of turn offy, but we're still creating content. We are making the art. We're putting ourselves in spaces where we can get to know people, build relationships, nurture, like we're doing all the things, filling our own cup. So really, you got the same marketing plan as everybody else. We just put a different bow on it. Yeah, I know. Listen, sometimes you've got to do that, right? To make it appealing for you. Of course. If you got to do mm -hmm. it, do it. All right, Trisha, it was lovely chatting with you. It was, and my AirPods did not give out. Yes, score. <laughs> so you've got one more minute before they can give out. You have to tell people where to go to find you. Where would you like them to go? Yeah, so my Instagram handle is Trisha Caracappa Art, and my website is Trisha Caracappa. Okay. Can you spell Trisha Caracappa, please? E-R-I-C-I-A-C-A-R-A-C-A-P-P-A. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Look at you. You know how to spell your name. Yay. I know. You win. You get a gold star for today. It was lovely. Thank you. Thank for you. For letting me pressure you. Okay. I am going to say goodbye because I don't know how to do that with you. So my <laughs> next little voice message I leave you. Send me a voice message soon. How about that? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at artistmarketcup. I would love to hear from you.